It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. This episode is sponsored by Stance Apparel. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in. Enjoy the color and comfort of a life less ordinary with Stance. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Back at it again for another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, as always, Julian Council, talking Carolina Panthers with you every Monday through Friday. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, five stars only. Don't be a hater. You can also follow us on Spotify and all of the other major podcast platforms out there. Make sure to follow me, Julian Council, on Twitter at... Julian Council, where every single Friday I answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions here on the show. So either at me or DM me. I've already gotten plenty of those questions, and I look forward to answering them here in the next couple days on Friday. There's been a lot of negativity surrounding the Carolina Panthers. I've been negative. You've been negative. We've all been negative. But let's think about some positive things. I was sitting at home right before I recorded this, and I thought to myself, What if the Carolina Panthers actually make the playoffs? What if? Let's let that crazy positive thought come right through my head and let me permeate it through this microphone. What if the Carolina Panthers can make the playoffs? I headed over to 538.com, the creation of Nate Silver, and found out that currently with four games left to play, and at 5-8, and eight, and only a game out of the wild card, by the way. Come on, remember that. They're 12th in the NFC, game behind Washington, Minnesota, Philadelphia, Atlanta, and New Orleans, who are all tied currently for the 6th seed or 7th seed right now. Currently, Washington, the football team, 
that has no nickname. They are in the seventh seed after losing to the Dallas Cowboys. Of course, Carolina Panthers, unfortunately, lost to them at home a couple weeks ago. Doesn't help with tiebreakers. They also lost Minnesota, which also doesn't help with tiebreakers. And they also lost Philadelphia, where, again, not great with tiebreakers. They beat New Orleans. They play them in a couple weeks at the Superdome. And they lost. They tied the series, the season series against Atlanta, who is not very good. And I'm really worried about the Falcons being a real contender. And in New Orleans, with Taysom Hill at quarterback, yeah. And Philly, is Nick Sirianni really going to get the Eagles to the playoffs his, his first year as a head coach? Probably not. So what we're really looking at here is what is Minnesota and what does Washington have left on their schedule? We already know what Carolina has. You got Buffalo on Sunday. Going to be tough. Got to go up there. It's going to be cold. And Matt Rule dismissed the whole, yeah, it's going to be cold. Well, if you're if that really affects you and how you play football, you should probably reevaluate some things. But then he brought up just the fact that guys have battled through injuries this season. And he's not quite concerned about his team's ability to go up to Buffalo and handle the cold. It's a lot. It's going to be a lot warmer than it was back in 98 when the Carolina Panthers were playing. What was it, 96? Yeah, 96 when they were playing for the NFC Championship game up in Lambeau Field. That's not the situation they're stepping into this Sunday afternoon when they up to Buffalo. And, you know, they'll be fine. Okay, so we're not worried about that. But what we are interested in is what Washington and Minnesota do the rest of the season. Now, for the Washington football team, our good friend Ron Rivera, former citizen of this fine city of Charlotte, North Carolina, doing a fantastic job there with the football team, with Fitzmagic being out pretty much the entire season, only playing a couple snaps this season, with Taylor Heineke having to go to Kyle Allen on Sunday, and they almost came back and had a miraculous comeback against the Dallas Cowboys on Sunday when Dak is struggling and Jerry Jones is going on Dallas radio saying Dak's in a slump. They almost got it done, but they did not. But what do they have the next four weeks? They got Dallas again on the road at Jerry's World. They have Philly twice, home and away, and they have at New York. So it's three of their final four games on the road. I would imagine the Cowboys, who are still very much trying to play for that one singular buy that we have here in the NFC, and of course in the AFC as well, where Green Bay, after Monday night's result between LA, the Rams, and against the Cardinals, they are now in first place. Tampa is still going to be battling for that. So are the other five top teams there in the NFC. San Francisco, I think, will make the playoffs. But they will not be, obviously, the top team. Well, maybe, but I don't think it's going to happen. I think that would have to be utter chaos. But those three games, I could absolutely see Washington, who currently sits at 6-7, and losing two of those games. Who's to say, like, if Kyle Allen has to start, and we've seen what Kyle Allen's capable of. We've also seen what Taylor Heineke can be capable of on a bad day. I don't think they beat Dallas. And three games against New York and Philly, they're going to lose one of those. So right there, 8-9. Let's go check out what the Minnesota Vikings have. Lizzo's favorite team. Because if Minnesota also happens to slip up here in the next couple weeks, there could be a chance for the Carolina Panthers to also find a way. Because I think I'm not looking at New Orleans. Carolina can take care of them. Atlanta, no chance. Philly, I'm not really feeling it either. But looking at Minnesota's remaining schedule, it's not easy either looking at the final couple of stretches as I'm trying to bring that up here as I'm stalling. All right, they got the Bears on the road, Monday Night Football. I mean, they this is a team that lost to the Lions, guys. Uh, they got the Rams, they got the Packers, and they got the Bears again. They're going to lose to the Rams and Packers. They lose to the Rams and Packers, though there is an 8-9 and nine team right there if they win the other two games. So what does that mean for the Carolina Panthers? Win on Sunday, beat Tampa twice, beat New Orleans. Playoff City, baby. 
Why not? Crazier things have happened. Like, maybe I'm nuts. And you're listening to this and you're like, this guy's an idiot. What the hell is he talking about? Those things actually could happen when you're looking at the rest of the NFC. I could actually see Washington and Minnesota losing two games in the final four weeks. I don't trust Philly. I definitely don't trust Atlanta. New Orleans, Carolina at least can play them, so we're not really concerned about New Orleans. Carolina would have the tiebreaker over them. But the other teams, if they get the 8-9, Carolina can win the final four. Who's to say they can't? they're going to be a playoff team? Right there with San Francisco. Seventh seed. Take it. And if that happens, doesn't that change your feelings about Matt Rule? Yes, it it will. Cam Newton was brought here to save the season. He's going to save the season, guys. Let him save the season. This is it. This is the opportunity. So that's the path. I saw someone made a joke the other day on Twitter saying that uh, how the Panthers was the path to the playoffs. Someone said Ticketmaster and StubHub. No. Path to the playoffs. The Carolina Panthers winning their final four games and watching the five teams above them all fall apart and wet themselves. And Carolina at 9-8, and eight, your 7 seed in the NFC. Let's see if it happens. So there's your positive piece of Panthers talk here on Locked on Panthers today, even if it might sound insane. And I don't know if I really believe it myself, but I figured let's try and at least think positively and think about maybe this fantasy that could come to fruition because I didn't think Cam Newton ever get signed here. And look what happened. He's here in Carolina. Hasn't been great, but hey, he's here and we're all happy. Well, we were for a period of time. Okay, so there's a playoff outlook. There's also offseason outlook that we're going to unfortunately have to talk about because the playoff outlook while he's brought it up, is still bleak. And Todd McShay of ESPN just came up with his first mock draft. The Carolina Panthers have some needs. Quarterback, offensive line. Where does Todd McShay think the Carolina Panthers should go in the upcoming draft here in April? We'll get into that here in just a moment. Super Bowl 56 at SoFi Stadium in Los Angeles is less than 100 days away. And on location, the official hospitality partner of the National Football League is the only place to score a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring an exclusive pregame celebration with NFL legends, five-star L.A. hotels, and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Hmm. Visit onlocationexp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location. That's onlocationexp.com slash SB56 or search Super Bowl on location. We are 10 days away from the most wonderful holiday of the season. Christmas is almost here. And if you need to find a great holiday gift for people out there, your loved ones, how about you check out Stance? Stance Apparel just came out with a brand new line of active apparel. And again, like I said, it's a great holiday gift. Come find a way to share the love and to share incredibly comfortable and well-made clothing from Stance, like their socks, their shirts, their joggers, and hoodies. You got to get these for the people that you love in your life. Founded in 2009, Stance Apparel represents a radical reinvention of socks, underwear, and active apparel. With a sharp focus on comfort, quality, and creativity, Stance brings an atypical aesthetic alongside some of pop culture's hottest collaborators for the ultimate in style and self-expression because everything you wear should be a direct extension of who you are and how you feel. Stance believes that the perfect fit matters more than fitting in that those who feel good do good so go see for yourself register for an account at stance.com and get 15% off your first purchase use promo code locked on at checkout to apply enjoy the color and the comfort of life less ordinary with stance With the Carolina Panthers having lost three games in a row, we unfortunately are somewhat having the conversation of 
What does this team need to do in the offseason to improve? A lot of y'all think they need to fire the head coach. And that's fine. That's your belief. But does that magically make the Carolina Panthers a better team in 2022? No. But you know where they can get better? Is with the draft. There will be free agency prior to that. But the draft is the best way for a rebuilding team where that's Carolina Panthers. That's who they still are, even though they are not quite sure what path they want to go on. They want to take one road and they want to go on the other road. And then it's like, oh, actually, we're still on this road. And they get lost on the way. And the Carolina Panthers have certainly gotten lost on the path to what looks like might be a 5-12 and 12 season, unless the playoff scenario I just brought up in the last segment actually comes to fruition and we all get to dance around and party if that's what you want to do. But right now, we're probably looking more towards the NFL draft and how this team can get better there. Now, Matt Rule, you all know my stance on him. Uh, as of now, it looks like he'll be back. And Jonathan Jones of CBS Sports who used to cover the team for the Observer. He's also formerly of Sports Illustrated. He was on the radio in Raleigh on Monday, reaffirming from what he's heard from his sources that it's very likely that Matt Rule, as of now, will return for a third season. At 5-12, and 12, and depending on how things look the next couple weeks, that all could change. And I would not put it past David Tepper, who I've gone over, how I don't think he's very patient, would be willing to sit there and be fine with Two years of Matt Rule, his head coach that he chose, and him going 10 and 23. Not very appetizing. Not to the fans, not to the owner. We'll see. But either way, the Carolina Panthers will be a part of the NFL draft, and they will have a first-round pick as of right now. They don't have a second-round pick or a third-round pick, but they do have one pick in the top 100, which is not great if you're a rebuilding team, which the Carolina Panthers, unfortunately, are despite all the moves that they made this season to try and win now, but the quarterback problem and the offensive line problem prevented that from happening. Now, Todd McShay of ESPN, been doing mock drafts there for a while, been linking up with his guy, Mel Kuyper Jr., and now they've added Jordan Reed, North Carolinian, played football at North Carolina Central University um, in Eagle, and now he's doing some stuff there. So we'll get some of his expert uh, opinion later on, I'm sure, because he puts out his stuff. But Todd McShay came out with his first mock draft on Tuesday, and he believes that the Carolina Panthers at sixth overall currently where they're sitting should draft Charles Cross offensive tackle from Mississippi State University, Kalanga, Cowboys. He says, yeah, number six overall is still too rich my blood when it comes to drafting a quarterback in this class. Plus, there are dominoes that still need to fall with Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson in the offseason. And while Alabama receiver Jamison Williams is the better value here, Carolina can't ignore the offensive line. It's 52.2% pass block win rate is 28th in the NFL this season. Cross is a patient pass blocker who can recognize blitzes and disguises. That should come as no surprise considering his experience. His 682 pass block snaps this season ranked number two in the country and his 1,238 over the past two years are by far the most in FBS. Again, Mike Leach is the head coach down there in Stark Vegas. They run the air raid, so all they do is throw the football. Um, so that's that's his thoughts. Without a doubt, in my opinion, and I've been on this train for years now, offensive line, particularly offensive tackle, left tackle, which I know y'all want Brady Christensen to be there, but for whatever reason, his staff, if they stay intact, does not think that's where he should be. Offensive line, left tackle is the priority coming up here in the 2022 NFL draft for the Carolina Panthers, without a doubt. The whole quarterback situation, and Todd brought it up, with Aaron Rodgers, Russell Wilson, Deshaun Watson, 
I've gone over this already this week. I just have a hard time thinking. Like, if Aaron Rodgers leaves Green Bay, I don't know what what the deal is. Because we saw how unhappy he was, and then he shows up. They get embarrassed week one, and now they're atop of the NFC once again. And they look like they're going to be a team that's going to be having an opportunity to play in their third straight NFC title game and maybe go to a Super Bowl where they have not been since they last won one. And Aaron Rodgers, I think, certainly wants to win one before his career is up and win one in Green Bay. But if he's going to leave Green Bay, He's not going to come to a place that does not have – well, I don't think he wa- is going to want to come to a place that's never had back-to-back winning seasons, that has a lame duck – not a lame duck because he's always going to have a contract, but have a head coach who's going to be under fire, that has an offensive line that's this porous. I don't think he's going to be signing up for that. I truly don't, especially when he's had guys like Bakhtiari and Elgin Jenkins and everybody who's been in front of him. I don't think he wants to step into this situation. That's just my thoughts. And like Shailene Woodley, his wife, who's super crunchy weirdo, who like duct tapes herself to pipelines, I, I handcuffs, whatever it was, and eats mud. No offense, Shailene, loved the movies, was a huge fan of Divergent and everything it did on ABC Family back in the day. But still, I don't think Shailene Woodley's trying to live in Charlotte, y'all. Um, Denver makes the most sense to me when it comes to Aaron Rodgers. It does. It just it makes a lot, a lot of sense to me. But we'll see what happens. Russell would make sense in Charlotte. It would with Scott Fitterer and the Seattle ties, but also bad offensive line. Russell's been hit by more than any other quarterback since he entered the league. Is he trying to come back in this situation where he doesn't have a good offensive line? I don't know. And also, Russell's trying to go somewhere where he's won. Seattle was good last year, won a division, lost in the wild card to the Rams. This year, they were bad even before he got hurt. They were worse after he got hurt and have come back. They still haven't been a very good football team. So I don't really know if Russell Wilson is trying to leave Seattle to come to Charlotte. And we'll see how things play out there. There's been talk about Pete Carroll potentially not being the head coach anymore. I don't know. But again, I just don't I don't really see those two guys. Like I know and the Panthers will be aggressive when trying to bring in these quarterbacks in the offseason, like they were last season. But like last season, just because Aaron Rodgers might be on the market and Russell Wilson might be on the market and Deshaun Watson is on the market but has his legal issues, does not mean that those guys will choose the Carolina Panthers. Matthew Stafford said, no, I'm good. I'd rather go out to L.A. and hang out with my new boyfriend, Sean McVay, who I had a great time with in Cabo. And then Watson, a lot of reports are like, he's not really all that interested. I, I can't really figure out what's real, what's not, because there's just so much nonsense uh, attached to that, especially when there's 22 counts, you know, we talked about that need to get figured out before we even really have a serious conversation about him coming here. But does he want to be here? Because he has a no trade clause and Tua's played better in Miami this year. That still seems a place that he wants to go. So those three quarterbacks, while it would be awesome to get him here to Charlotte, if you're just like being honest with yourself and I'm not saying it can't happen, it won't happen, but if you're being honest with yourself, if you're in their shoes, are you really trying to play for Carolina based off of what everything, how things are looking right now? And even the guys who are here now, like, is Stephon Gilmore going to re-up for this? Is Hassan Reddick going to sit here and do this again? Even if it is his former DC and head coach, like, are they sure they want to do that again and go through what they've had to go through? Because it's been a tumultuous season, up and down, roller coaster ride. And the Darnold aspect of it, too. $18.858 million is going up against the cap unless they trade him. That's probably not going to happen. So it's going to be hard for the Panthers to get a guy in free agency. But even if they don't get if they don't get someone, well, I don't know what they're going to do. That's the thing. I am so I have no clue how this quarterback situation is going to play out. I really don't. 
which I think is part of the reason why Matt Rolls like, well, maybe we can get Sam Darnold out there and see what he looks like again. Well, you've seen enough, man. I've seen enough. We've all seen enough. So it makes it hard when you're looking at the draft where, okay, so you want to get a veteran and you want to have the quarterback situation figured out before the draft. Like last year, that's what they did, even though they probably, and it's not even really hindsight, because I think a lot, and it's an opinion a lot of people had. I wasn't really on board with drafting a quarterback because I was like, build the overall roster. You should just keep Bridgewater and then go find a quarterback later once your team's gotten better and you realize that you're a quarterback away, because the Panthers still aren't a quarterback away. Because the offensive line stinks. It doesn't matter if Aaron Rodgers is here, or Russell Wilson's here, or Deshaun Watson's here. Like Deshaun Watson, last time he played a full season, went 4-12. and 12. So he's good. But, man, like, in Houston, they have problems. You saw, like, just, they're not just a quarterback away. But offensive line is so important, man. And they and I'm just so sick of this team not going out there and drafting a tackle and drafting a first-round offensive line. They haven't done it since 2008 with Jeff Otah. We know it didn't work out when they traded up for him out of Utah. But the last guy out of Utah, Jordan Gross, is pretty damn good. And I would really hope that they can find a way to just get an offensive lineman. Like, an Evan Neal out of Alabama, find Cross Mississippi State, it doesn't matter to me. Get someone, put their tail right there, um, and protect the blind side. That's what they need to do. I, that's what I want to see them do. Now, this could all change if they get a new head coach, and maybe that the new head coach is like, let me tie myself to a rookie quarterback, and they look at a guy like uh, Matt Corral at Ole Miss, or maybe they they fall in love with Sam Howell, and that would be a marketing hit here in Charlotte with him being a kid from um, Indian Trail or whatever technically wherever he's from here in the Charlotte area, or they look at Kenny Pickett. And that's something that Matt Rule could also look at as a Kenny Pickett who was, as you'll hear throughout the draft process, get ready for it, the little nugget of, hey, Kenny Pickett one time was committed to Matt Rule at Temple. Did you know that? You're going to hear that a ton, and it's going to be really funny. It's going to be really played out. I can't wait for the draft season and all that nonsense. So there is the possibility. And, and looking at Todd McShay, like he doesn't have a quarterback going to anybody until Kenny Pickett. To Pittsburgh, of course. <laughs> so he gets to stay home at Pitt. Maybe. And Pittsburgh certainly needs to get a quarterback. And we'll see how aggressive they are in trying to get one. And that's a team, too. You look the Steelers. Mike Tomlin, they're 6-6-1 this year. Mike Tomlin never had a losing record. We'll see if they can get through. They can make it through the season. It would be hilarious if they go 8-8-1. Eight, eight, and one. Um, They're probably not going to be a playoff team this year. And Pittsburgh will be a team that will try to find. And Kevin Colbert, their GM, might be leaving after the season. Uh, they'll try and find a way to get a quarterback. And they're going to want to get a veteran. It's Pittsburgh. That's all. They win Super Bowls. They have a winning pedigree. In Denver, they have a winning pedigree. They've been they've been bad the last couple of years, just like the Carolina Panthers. But it's not. They're not that far removed, obviously, from and now it's Carolina. But they've won multiple Super Bowls, and the Broncos have just that kind of aura to them. They're not like Pittsburgh, but still, Aaron Rodgers. I'm thinking you probably look at it. Like, yeah, Pittsburgh. That'd make a lot of sense. You go to AFC, different division, and then same different conference. And I think Green Bay would want to get him out of the NFC. And I don't Deshaun Watson, maybe he decides, yeah, I want to go to Pittsburgh instead. Like they're going to be other like Pittsburgh. I'm just looking at the rest. Let's look at the rest of these two. Like Detroit. No, Houston. They're not going to be Jacksonville. They're there to get a quarterback. Like New, the Giants might be looking at somebody, but that situation, new general manager. I don't think anyone's really trying to jump there, but they do have two first round picks, two in the top 10 that could be used to trade for one of those big time players. And Russell Wilson, who's married to another celebrity in Sierra, maybe she wants to move out to New York City after leaving Seattle. You got to you gotta take into account also like the people that these guys are married to and who and what kind of lifestyle that they're trying to live. I think Charlotte's a great place. I, I love it here. I mean, I'm born and raised here, so I'm going to always be partial to the city. I so I do understand that. Not, to not, not everyone thinks it's a paradise, but there's plenty of people moving here, man. So 
yeah, the, the long the long short of it is the quarterback situation is wild. No clue what the hell is going to happen. But in my opinion, get that off the tackle. If you see an Evan Neal up there, or I guess a Charles Cross, who I don't really know too much about. If, but if he if he's if he's a brick wall, you take that card, you run up to Goodell, and you say, "Give me that man now." All right, so more things going on with the Carolina Panthers. Some updates uh, injury-wise, COVID-wise, and maybe that could be kind of a problem here in the next couple weeks in the NFL. We'll get into all that and more in just a moment here on Locked on Panthers. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar or even better than a candy bar. Built Bar filled with so much holiday goodness, rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate, but amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein, you get the best of both worlds, delicious and healthy. So many flavors. You'll have a hard time choosing. Will you have raspberry or mint brownie, cherry or double chocolate, cookies and cream or peanut butter brownie? Built Bar gives you that extra fuel you need to bust down those mall doors and battle all the holiday shoppers. Or if you're just standing in endless shopping lines, Built Bar can give you that extra something to keep you going. So throw one in your jacket or purse. You never know when you might need it because it's the season of peace and love. Don't bring up your favorite Bell Bar flavor at family parties, y'all. People are so passionate about their favorite flavor. They'll fight for it, and things could get out of hand if your friends of Santa will tell Santa to throw a few Bell Bars in those stockings. With so many flavors, they'd make anyone's Christmas morning a happy one. Want to cozy up with something warm? Here's a holiday secret. Dip your Bell Bar into a piping hot cup of cocoa, let it melt a little, and give your beverage a bit of that Bell Bar flavor. Plus... You'll have a nice melty built bar to go with it. Be sure to have a couple of napkins on hand. You're gonna to need them. After you do that, go to built.com and use promo code LOCK15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. More bad news for our guy, Christian McCaffrey, CMC. Apparently he tested positive for COVID, and he will be on the COVID list for the Carolina Panthers. They put him up there on Tuesday. As you know, he's out for the season, second time going on IR with the with the ankle injury, but he was on the sideline on Sunday. And the Panthers lost to the Atlanta Falcons, helping out the team, which is important to note, mainly because... It's not like CMC's been away from the team and he's just hanging out at his home and he got COVID and he's still coming to the facility. He still has somewhat of a connection and part of the game plan and trying to help this team win games in the final four weeks. He's like not just disappeared. He's still around. So there is the possibility that he, as we've seen with other teams, like currently there are teams in the NFL like the Rams who are dealing with the COVID issue. We know here in Charlotte, the Hornets, they've dealt with COVID. Bulls have also dealt COVID in the NBA. The Hurricanes down in Raleigh, they were having their own COVID issue. Like, COVID is still here. It's still going around. Uh, you know, if you want to get vaccinated, please do so. If you don't, well, that's your choice, I guess. We've been over it. We're kind of over that at this point in time. 
But with the NFL, we're seeing that there's going to be some effects. Like Trent Scott, he came off the COVID-19 list. He'll be active and available for this week and hope, and on Sunday against Buffalo. Frankie Luva, who came off of it last week but needed to take, um, had to pass some sort of conditioning test or whatever afterwards, wasn't able to do that in time to be able to play on Sunday, but he should be back also on Sunday. So we've seen in these instances, when there's one test, there's also been multiple tests, and that's happened multiple times so far this season, mainly early on in the season where the Saints, where the Carolina Panthers benefited, lost a large portion of their coaching staff because of a COVID outbreak. And fortunately, everyone was okay. And I'm sure Christian will be fine. I hope everyone in the NFL, like Odell Beckham Jr., who tested positive after the Monday night thriller that they had, the Rams did with the Arizona Cardinals, will be fine as well. Kevin Seifert of ESPN.com is an NFL writer. He um has talked about he he said he reported this on Tuesday that at least sixty two player positives in the past two days so that's Monday and Tuesday in the National Football League from September fifth to November twenty second seventh excuse me per NFL data one hundred and ten player positives so almost half of that number in two over half that number in two days so far this week for the NFL so this is going to be potentially a problem for some teams moving forward the rest of the way um maybe it will end up benefiting the Carolina Panthers like it did week two against the Saints. And I'm not sitting here rooting for guys to get COVID and miss games. I'm just pointing out that, as we said, early on in the season, we talked about this in the offseason, and some people liked it, some people hated it. Getting vaccinated was definitely going to be a competitive advantage. And yes, there's a breakthrough vaccine cases and all that kind of stuff. And getting a booster shot is something that medical professionals are telling people to do. So that's your choice. Um, but as we've seen, and there's been, only been a couple because then it's Trent Scott so far with Frankie Louvu and then John Miller and now Christian McCaffrey, but he's already out. That's not that many for Carolina. And it's not like they've had a massive outbreak where they're having to go into the proto the protocols that the Rams are. Where I don't think they're even allowed to go to the facility right now for the rest of the week, which is not great for them game planning wise uh, for Sunday's matchups. So for Carolina, if they hopefully don't have to deal with any more of this outside of CMC the rest of the way and Maybe some of their opponents coming up, like Tampa Bay has issues and Buffalo, maybe they have issues or New Orleans has issues again. That might help them moving forward. So I just I'm just pointing out the fact that this is going to be a factor, unfortunately, for the final four weeks of the regular season. And then hopefully it's not going to be one of the playoffs. I don't know what the protocols the NFL is going to do. I know the NFL PA and whether they're going to like, I don't know what the booster kind of stuff. But I just want to bring that up to you guys that unfortunately COVID is still playing a role with the NFL and I, and I get the arguments of against of, of like, Hey, we got full stadiums and then you're telling players cause they're sick that they can't play. I, I get where people are coming from there. I, I do. I just kind of defer to the whole doctors here. And apparently they're saying like, Hey, get boosted. And this is still something that we're going to have to deal with. And the NFL unfortunately is dealing with it right now. So speedy recovery, Chris McCaffrey, glad to hear that Trent Scott's back. Frankie Louvu is back. And then hopefully Carolina can stay healthy as they have a game against Buffalo. It's going to be tough. Josh Allen's apparently dealing with some foot injury. He, played throughout the rest of the game and on Sunday in Tampa and their loss in overtime and Buffalo has been a team that came with a ton of expectations to win the AFC go to the Super Bowl the thought was that the AFC East was going to be their division they were going to reign supreme they signed Josh Allen to that mega deal the long-term deal he's going to be there in Buffalo be their quarterback and they got their guy and good for Sean McDermott and Brandon Bean and all the folks that used to be down here in Carolina and what they built up in uh western New York they got they got a monster but that monster has been tamed so far this season at seven and six. And the AFC is as wide open as the NFC when it comes to the top teams. But really, it comes when it comes like one through nine or one through ten in that conference. It's anyone's to be had. Anyone can win a Super Bowl in the AFC right now. And Buffalo is one of those teams. 
So it's not going to be an easy matchup for the Carolina Panthers. It's going to be a game that Buffalo desperately knows that they need to have in order to win a division or just really to make the playoffs. Because that should be their main goal right now is there's two games behind New England. They get New England again in a week. And that will be the biggest game of the season for the Buffalo Bills. But they still need the Patriots to come back a little bit to earth for them in order to win the AFC East. Either way, for Carolina, who has just not great chances right now of going to the playoffs, they got to go 9-8. and eight. Buffalo, it's a, it's a must win. That's where we're at. That's where we're at right now. And I always say don't say must win unless the season's over. Season already feels over. But if the Carolina Panthers want to be a playoff team, the only way they can do it is by beating the Buffalo Bills starting on Sunday afternoon. The Buffalo Bills want to be a playoff team. They would also be wise to win the game on Sunday. And it's really the battle of Charlotte's favorite two teams, the Carolina Panthers, who actually play here in Charlotte, and the Buffalo Bills, whose entire population decided to take roots in our city. And thank you for moving here, but also please go away. But I digress. All right, that wraps up another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Again, I'm Julian Council. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts. Check us out on Spotify and all of the other great podcasting platforms out there. Follow me on Twitter at Julian Council, where on Friday I'll answer your weekly Friday mailbag questions. So go ahead and get those into me now. In the meantime, Take care and be safe. Adios. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.